sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean The two sides of the story, that is Tom's sides And that is a returning Sean sides How's it going big man? Good. Welcome back. Happy to see you. I missed your face. Yeah, I missed your face too. I had a little personal hiatus there dealing with stuff. It's funny how when shit happens to you in your personal life, you everything else fucking just stops in the world for that time period when you're dealing with mm-hmm. like serious shit. It's just, it's funny. It's interesting. I'm not going to get into it to it obviously. I told you pre-podcast, but it's just crazy how the important things in life you know what they are when you're dealing with them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's the yeah. kind of week I had, but how was your week, big man? My week's been good. Uh, I'm still in Fredericton. Um, got another couple days left here, which is nice. Um, is it smoking? And then I go, no, not here. That's good. I Honestly, I've dodged every major disaster or natural disaster that's hit Halifax since moving to Halifax. Yeah, you never bring them up when I see them on the news. You never talk about them, so I just because I have I, I've dodged them. Yeah. So like I can't even tell you what the experience was like. So like when that big rainstorm happened, like uh, like last last year, yeah, last fall, yeah. No, I was in Greece and then Montreal. I dodged the whole fucking thing. That's funny. and then like I came back to like torn down trees and all that stuff and then the fire started the day i drove to fredericton so like you know the one guy that couldn't be accounted for in nova scotia that week was was me but uh, i'm not saying i did it i'm just saying avoid those kind of things it the smoke's really not that big of a deal to us in alberta anymore because it happens so fucking often that you just adjust Mm -hmm. you know what it is you know what i mean it's weird. Aren't, you guys are equally as on fire, no? Yeah, it's been off and on, mostly on. Um, it's not a good situation. There's a lot yeah. of Alberta that you don't see because it's all up north and all forest. And a lot of that forest has been on fire. We just haven't gotten any fucking rain this year. Like, zero. We have, like, an hour and a yeah. half rainstorm. But that's we need, like, a week of rain where it's just sockeyed doesn't stop for a week and then everything will be fine like there's no fires allowed i bought a couple of nice steaks to have over the course of this weekend and i was like oh i have this mini briquette barbecue and i have these awesome briquettes and i've been saving them for doing a really nice steak on them and i can't fucking use a briquette barbecue right now it occurred to me i was like fuck but such is yeah. life yeah it is what it is like um uh, like it's kind of brutal. Although we've had rain here to kind of fight the fires, but like I'm not sure how it's been in like Nova Scotia and Fredericton has been like, all right, let's downpour for a fucking minute. Yeah. All right, let's stop. All right, let's let's be cool and like misty. All fucking like it's been like a rainy week, just with like I don't know, not as much as of, of a result. Huh. Interesting. Your time there's yeah. been good overall, though. Yeah, man, I've been, like, reconnecting with people I used to work with and then, like, uh, you know, seeing some familiar faces, hanging out with the family's always been good, seeing my cousin has been chill, um, went out, saw a movie with some friends, uh, it's good, yeah, we, we, we so even the Rib Fest here, I saw The Machine with Burt Kreischer. Oh, yeah, it's been, really... I thought about seeing it, 
I don't know if it's uh, theater worthy or not. No, 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 no. It's actually theater worthy. Please go see it in theaters. It's because it's so over the top. Yeah. It, you want to see it on a big screen. That's fair. And it's like the return of comedy. I was explaining to Josh last week that it's like it's something worth going to go see. And I really hope you do go see it because like take Kieran because it's more of like a bro comedy. Yeah. And then like have a time because for one. I want this movie to do well, so please go see it in the theaters. Two, how is it doing? I re- do you know? Sorry, I think it's doing all right. I think it's doing all right. I can look it up right now. Yeah. Um, but sorry, the I didn't uh, number two, but I wanted to discuss one a little bit more. I was curious. Yeah. Like, I want him to do well, obviously as well. It's an interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how it yeah. does. It'll, I'm sure. It'll yeah, make so, more than it costs to make. Yeah. So it had a projected gross around five million. Um, over its four-day Memorial Day opening weekend, the film made two point two million on the first day, five million in the traditional week, and five point nine million over the four days. So it's doing all right. Yeah, like it, like it's doing okay. That's yeah, I would to be expected. Like it's kind of a niche comedy, but also a yeah. gateway comedy. Like it might attract more people to them if it does well. Yeah, and I, I just, what I just want, because I'm a fan of the guy, yeah. I want his movie to do well. And I got to say, it's better than I expected. Yeah. Because, like, they took the story of him going to Russia, and then, like, they fucked around with it a little bit. But that's one of those, like, your past come back, comes back to haunt you stories. Yeah. And it's awesome. And Mark Hamill's really good in it. Everyone's really good in it. I just... I, I it's worth it's worth seeing, especially on the big screen because there's like action and stuff that you don't expect Bert to do, but he's fucking doing it and it's fun. Nice. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. check that out. I'm actually yeah. I'm not sure which direction to go yet because I have a bunch of shit to talk to you about. So I'm like, we're kind of on the topic of movies, which segues a little bit to television. Um I took one of your recommendations recently and I've been pounding through Ted Lasso. Which is Ted Lasso? Yeah, it's pretty good so far. I'm about halfway through season two, maybe a little over halfway through season two already. Okay. Didn't the ending of season one just make you feel so good about yourself? Yeah, it was it was uh it's an interesting comedy. Like it's really light. It's on subject matter that I never have really like paid a lot of attention to, like the soccer world and the ins and outs of it. I like a lot of it. I like the actors and actresses that are portraying the roles. You know, they're done a good job. I haven't seen the Ted Lasso. I uh, haven't seen him as an actor in anything ever. Sadukas, is that right? Sadikas. Jason um, Sadikas. Yeah, he's got a bunch of movies he's that he's done. Like the like my uh, hemisphere, but I've never actually like gotten into yeah. anything with him in it. So seeing him, where the Mills is pretty good. What's that? We're the Millers is pretty good. I, yeah, I've heard of it. Again, never seen it, but I'm I'm enjoying his portrayal of, of the role. And it's kind of funny, like, they do a good job of painting some of the characters, like, the roles that they're playing. It just, the actors are well chosen for the roles of the people. And you kind of can relate to people like that that you either know or 
have you know have met that it, it's a good a good storytelling show in, in a light comedic way some of it got yeah. a little has gotten a little bit like slowed me down a bit in season two it's not as like making me want to come back for more if that makes sense but i'm gonna push through and finish it for sure i think the third does it just came out didn't it did, did you have uh, third season just ended okay. um and I think it might be the final one that no one's gone out ahead and said, this is it. But like, you can kind of feel that it might be the final season. Right. But, but they also left things kind of open. Um, would you get to the rom-com episode of season two? Mm, I don't know what, what happens. You would, you would definitely know, you would definitely know what I'm talking about when I say rom-com. Okay. I, I don't know that. Okay. So you're not there. It's going to pick up. Um, yeah. the thing is, is that you got to kind of hold it. You got to stick with it because like, I just like how like good you kind of feel and the comedy's there. The, like the foul language mixed with like how kind hearted it is. Yeah. It's such a delightful show. Yeah, I it, love it's this very, show. Um, interhuman, if that makes sense. Like it, it teaches you like it's mundane in certain ways, like the diamond dogs, you know, yeah. but every group of guys that gets together does that kind of shit sometimes. You have yeah. those conversations, but you don't always see them on screen. So it was not mm-hmm. a nice way of bringing certain things to light. I'll say this, like the the boss, the what's her name? You know who I'm talking Rebecca. about? Rebecca. Yeah, she is an incredible singer. In the one episode in the early starts of season two, I believe it was, she sings something for the Christmas episode, and you're just like, mm-hmm. holy shit, that lady can sing. Which you well, know, She sings in season one as well, uh, with the karaoke episode. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking killer, but yeah. I'd point that out too. No, it's a good show though. It's been a nice little distraction at times, so um, yeah. I look forward to getting through the rest of it, that's for sure. Yeah, well, same creator as uh, same showrunner as uh, as uh, Shrinking. Yeah, and and but I I think it's just a lovely like just it's so delightful and like you can't I've never once turned off the an episode going. Well, that was a waste of time. Like I really, I, honestly, I really enjoyed every every episode that 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 episode that yeah. show has to I offer. just watched just the episode so... where he goes to have a session with the therapist and he goes into her office and sits down and he's like should i lay down or should i just stretch out can i should, should i sit like this should i go like that and he goes through this whole fucking thing for what feels like 10 minutes and he's like yeah no i'm not doing this and gets up and walks out of her office yeah like, that was like one of the last scenes i've watched since i stopped watching it but just moments no, like it... that where you're like the awkwardness portrayed is very well done yeah, and uh, how did you feel about the the dart episode where he plays darts against the her ex husband, also Rupert? Yeah, it was fun uh, seeing Mister Rupert Giles from Buffy coming back around too. It's such a yeah. like more English role for him, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's not. It's just it was an interesting role for him. He he plays it so fucking well. It's yeah, I like that his name is also Rupert. Like he's Rupert Mannion in this. Yeah, one. I like that but, too. Yeah, but that dart episode where he's like trying to hustle Ted into making the lineup, and then like Ted's all like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I was left-handed." Yeah, it was pretty and fucking was... awesome. Uh, you you love those ruses anytime in storytelling where the underdog becomes the overlord. Yeah, it's also with the message that he sends of like the be curious, not judgmental. It was like, like. 
if people were just curious, like ask questions, like, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? And I would have said yes every weekend with my father when yeah. at, at a pub every weekend until I was 16 years old, until he passed away. And you're just like, and he's just hitting everything. Like, it's just, it's a beautiful fucking thing. And what I like about like, there's like hints towards all these like other movies. Like, I'm not sure if you ever saw Major League. Once upon that's with uh, Charlie Sheen, right? Yeah, Char- Charlie Sheen, yeah, Tom Berenger. I've seen those for sure. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of like tribute to that. Like the whole first season is a pretty much a tribute to Major League. Yeah, and then it goes on, and then you have tributes to all these other like classics. If you can see, like if you've seen it, you you know what kind of thing. And yeah. I like how they did that. Um, and it was just it. To me, it's just beautiful storytelling, and it's a beautiful story of just like a man's mission to not to be the best coach he can is to make sure that these boys or these players leave better men than when they started. Yeah, I'm curious. And it's not about winning. Of where it all goes, like with him and his uh, wife getting divorced, and like Ted being fucked up. I'm curious. What Mm. was it too when uh, Led Tasso? Yeah, that was pretty fucking funny. I enjoyed this. Where show. he goes fucking nuts. Off. What's that? He goes fucking nuts and says, <laughs> changes his whole demeanor. How long was I gone for? Yeah, that shit's too cool. long. Yeah, yeah. I like the that like I don't know, just the way that they've written all of the characters. They all meld very well together, and they're all very relatable to people that I've met. You know what I mean? That's it's just a good. Good job done. It's the same with Shrinking, I guess, too, if they're the same showrunner. They just really write good characters, and they cast mm-hmm. them appropriately to our actual daily lives, right? Yeah. Do you know how this show started? No, I'm unfamiliar. So this was a commercial for, like, the World Cup years ago. Ted Lasso was done by Jason Sudeikis and Coach Beard. The same guy was in on it, too. They wrote it. And it was just like for a hilarious commercial where they were trying to get Americans into soccer. So they, so the whole commercial premise was, uh, you can look it up online. Interesting. Where, uh, where the whole premise is a man, a, a, an American football coach joins a, a European or an English uh, football team as a coach and then just tells you the differences and the stuff that he learns. And it was just like a whole comedy commercial. Huh. And then it just kind of, Went away for a while. They did it for like two two years or something because it was like the World Cup and the Euro Cup or something like that. Right. And then and then it went away. And then they brought and then like someone went like, well, I I'm just sitting on this script. Let's try and do something with it. And then Apple picked it up with Bill Lawrence and interesting. Yeah. One, yeah. It's funny when things like that um, grow. Like I guess the same as like a Saturday Night Live kind of perspective where they do little skits with certain characters and then turn it into movies eventually or whatever. Yeah. It's cool when something sparks enough interest that you're able to carry it on later in a different way. Mm-hmm. Well, Jason Sudeikis does have that SNL background too, right? Oh, was he on SNL? Yes, he was. I do not know. Yeah. Yeah, he was on SNL. He was with the the Will Forte cast... Um, just just before Andy Samberg kind of stuff. Okay. Right. Anyway. Interesting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, no, but he... Watch. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you finally got into that. 
It's a it's a great fucking show. Apple I mean, it TV took forever. Some pretty good content, like the stuff that they make on their own. I haven't gotten into too much other stuff just yet, but I started there's watching a, the Silo, a, and then it got really fucking boring, so I gave up on it. But there's a Tom Hanks robot movie that's really good. I'll check that out. There's also yeah, a new show. I can't remember Seth the name Rogan. of it, but it's good. Sorry? There's a new show with Seth Rogen. Have you seen that advertised? Yeah, I've seen that advertised. It's like platonic friends. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, I don't mind fantasy stuff like that. <laughs> you're you're really of the you're really of the belief that men and women can't be friends. I'm just fucking around. They can be, but it's on le- on levels, that's for sure. Yeah. But no. So, no, I, that's one I might get into. I got to be in a there's certain stuff that's on there that I have to be in a certain mindset, but there's a lot of good content on Apple TV right now. Yeah. No, and that's cool to see. I like it when um, it's spread out like that so that I can get to have like uh, 45 subscriptions instead of just one. It's just fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, but that's just the way of the world right now. We're all suffering that way. Pretty much. Um, but no, it is what it is. Lots of good stuff out there. So it's barbecue season. You've been barbecuing lots. Do you have a barbecue? I've been meaning to ask you that. Yes, I have a barbecue. I barbecue all the time. I, uh, but while I'm at my aunt, aunt and uncle's, I uh, did a barbecue steak dinner for them the other day. And it was also, it's Rip Fest this weekend. And I did that last night. Nice. So like they have like all these different like barbecue places from all over North America come in and you get to order your ribs and then there's like a vote for who did the best and who what your opinion is cool it's fucking delicious but then like now we have this event in Montreal where it's just like the ribs and there's like sometimes there's live bands or whatever but this one like they had live bands they have the carnival and they had this that I've never experienced before in my fucking life lawnmower races okay have you ever seen this before? I have seen it before. I've never got... I'm not, like, serious it, to do it, but I've seen it on, like, TikTok. Or it's YouTube. fucking intense. Yeah. It's fucking wild. And I just, like, I put it in my store, my Instagram store, and then I had, like, a whole bunch of people going, like, where the fuck are you? And I was like, I'm at these lawnmower races. and But, like, it was fucking cool. But they did it indoors in an arena, so they put dirt all around where what would have been the the, the arena floor. Yeah. And they had a couple rounds of races. So I watched like the first hour. It went for like three, four hours. I watched the first hour. But it was all diesel fucking smoke in the arena. Like we're fucking breathing in exhaust at this point. They have the fans going. They have doors open. But like it wasn't doing it any fucking justice. And then meanwhile, like, so I was like, my aunt and I were like, want to get ribs? I'm like, yeah. Fucked off. Go try some ribs. Delicious. And then uh, they had a tragically hip tribute band there. Fucking great. Check them out for an hour. Watch their whole set. Great. Went back. Watched the finals of the lawnmower races. And then, yeah, it was a fucking time. I had beers, Caesars. I was going was going buck wild. Sounds like a hoot. Yeah, it was a very Thomas event. And, like, you know me. Like, I can go anywhere and just try to, like, if you could... T- if you brought me to anything, I'll do my best to have a fucking time watching it. And I got into lawnmower races. Yeah, why not? And like right? the, the, I mean, when you're there, fuck it. Well, yeah, what are you going to do? Bitch about it? Yeah, but like, that's silly. The, pe- like, the crowd was huge for it. Everyone's into it. 
That's funny. Like, it was fucking wild. It was wild to me that all these people that were just like, fuck yeah, no, lawnmowers. See this guy here? This guy's from Ontario. Like, they know, like, stats and shit. Or, like, they know what they, the work they put into their lawnmower to make it go. That's like, I was sending, yeah, I was sending videos to, like, my buddy, uh, Zach, who would have been fucking into it. And I sent it to Addy, and Addy was like, I've been wanting forever to participate in this. That's funny. Yeah, and, I guess he is a, uh, right up that alley, right? With his career. Yeah. That's fucking so, funny. It, yeah, so it was a time and a half. Back to my original question a little bit. I'm glad that I got you excited and that you shared all of that with me. But what are your uh, go-to barbecue dishes for the summer? I'm asking because I want more ideas. I do like skewers nicely. I'll do steaks, yeah. obviously burgers. Uh, haven't done ribs. Uh, what do you like to do on the barbecue that's fucking delicious that I should do? I, I, I've gotten into cooking more lamb. If you're into that. I've never It's a nice cut of meat. So you get these lamb chops for a reasonable price. Um, also, um, you get different cuts of it. So you can get like a cut of a, like a lamb leg, which is like the size of an average steak. Yeah. I see that. It's a nice, store. it's a nice cut of meat. You can do it up with a little bit of lemon juice and oregano or some, uh, Greek spice if you want. Yeah. And if you have mint jelly or find yourself a mint sauce, goes really well with them as Interesting. well. Interesting. Um, I've been curious to try like cooking lamb because I do enjoy yeah. it. I'll get skewers. Some, like if I go to Opa or yeah. some kind of Greek place, I'll always get make sure I get at least one lamb skewer because it's pretty fucking yeah. tasty. Yeah. So I've been getting into that. I did some lamb shanks the other day and it turned out pretty good. But like, I don't know how to church it up. I just grill it. And then sometimes, so the lamb shanks is like a... I feel like it's around the knee, the meat around the knee. I, it's what it seems to me, or like the shoulder. I don't. I'm not all too sure, like where the cut is. Yeah. But it's just like a good cut of meat around a bone, and then it bends as well. So because of that, I just assume it's like a knee or whatever. Okay. Um. So from there, I just I grill it on high first, get a good sear on it. And then I bring the heat down low and then just let it take its time. Nice. Till it's time till everything just kind of falls off the bone. It's such an art form when you cook something like many times and you start to get like the method of how to cook it best. It's slow yeah. is always the best way to go. I do that a lot um, with a lot of meats that I cook on the grill. I'll have it like fucking scorching hot when I put it on to give it like nice sear marks and just like get the outside going and then just super low cook it forever because I'm in no rush, you know. It's nice yeah. to fucking do that. Actually, last night I made chicken skewers. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing too fancy, but I did red peppers in a butter garlic sauce and caramelized onions and mushrooms as well. And they're all in their own separate little tins. And then did the chicken skewers and I soaked, I cut nan bread up into little squares and put it into a bag with butter and garlic and then cooked those on the barbecue as well. We use like uh, tzatziki sauce to make little tiny sandwiches, like hors d'oeuvre style. It was a really, mm-hmm. a, like basically like a pita, but blown up. It was a really yeah. fun way of doing a meal like that. Really fresh, like a cut up yeah, and stuff like that. It was just a nice way to like, each bite was different because you can assemble them in any different way you want. Like we had feta cheese as well and it's pretty fucking good. Nice, man. I I'm like that. To- cook only outside right now because it's fucking hot as hell here it's been ranging between like 30 up as high as 35 so it's you just don't want to fucking cook in your house (laughs) 
Do you do corn on the cob on the barbecue? Yeah. Not on no, the flame not... though, on in a pot on the burner. Well say so what I do is you keep them in the husk, break off some of it, take off like a little layer. Yeah, and then you grill them on the husk, and then you just take them off afterwards. It's really hard. You, it's really hard for you to fuck it up. Yeah, I haven't uh, done that, but I will give that a try. I've seen people do it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Have you ever done like or had the um, street corn that people do like in Mexico and different places in South America where they have it like all kinds of stuff on it? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I'm into that. They. uh, not this rib fest with the one I went, you went to in Montreal. They did that. They'll just uh, do it up however, and you're just like, fuck yeah, let's try this. They put, like, mayo on it and chilies and all kinds of shit like that, right? Yeah, they'll go nuts. And, like, there's different ways to have it, and then you just go, how do you want it? And then, like, nice. go, give me the works. Fucking try that. I have a bit of a garden going right now, um, growing some ghost peppers and cherry tomatoes. Might still pick up a few other plants. I've been kind of shopping around right now on, on Marketplace here. But, like, for plants that are already mature enough to just plant now, it's still early enough in the season that I could get something out of it. But it's, I want to make salsa this year. I'm going to try to. That's what I thought you were leading to. I was like, are you going to try to make your own salsa? Yeah, Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Like, I want to get a nice jalapeno bush because I do want to pickle my own jalapenos as well. But I want to try to make, like, a decent little salsa. And just, I haven't done that. I feel like I'm at an age now where I can start canning things. It'd be fun or jarring things, I guess, in that case. But yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. I like fresh ingredients. I like doing things myself. You know what I mean? And it's cheaper, too, if you don't have to buy all the ingredients. I'd love to get to the point of having a garden where I could eat a whole meal almost from my garden. We get a lot of rabbits in the neighborhood, so I could snare one in a trap and have that fresh as well. Mm. Have you ever had rabbit before? I have. I've had rabbit stew only. I've never, like, had... um, yeah, a chunk of rabbit meat prepared by itself. Yourself? Yeah, uh, yeah, I've, uh, both. Um, so when I was in Labrador, I caught my own rabbit and then butchered it myself, and then um, actually, then, like, yeah, well, and like a guy there taught me. So like, I cool. skinned it, cut cut up the meat and all that, Did and then turned that into a soup. It? No, I handled oh, it like a man. You're a monster. No, it was just like. I was serving a purpose. So this is weird because I've never seen you wear a rabbit fur hat. Where's mm-hmm. the fur, Tom? The guy kept it? Okay, that's I fair. don't know. It'd be cool if you they made got... yourself a little hat. Even if no, it Sean, like I made a, a yarmulke. I, I made a stew. I wanted a guy. I kept the rabbit's foot, and a guy there told me he was going to make it into a keychain for me. Cool. And then it came time to leave, and we never saw him again, and he just kept it. I think he threw out the foot. But he goes like, no, I know how to make that into a keychain. I was like, if you can do that for me, that'd be amazing. Yeah. And then I never fucking saw him again. How was the meat to you? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, no, I enjoy I enjoy rabbit meat. But you know that, like, if you ate nothing but rabbit meat, you'd starve to death, right? Because there's no, like, there's nothing yeah. to them. There's no nutrients. There's no nothing. Yeah, like, I've heard that before. They, like, yeah, so you would have to like you have to put things within in order to like make it worth your while. Yeah, that makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, every time that I've had rabbit stew, which is only twice, it's a very hearty. Like they have a lot of shit in there. It's not just like meat. You know what I mean? And it didn't bother me. One was a lot like yeah. more of a soup, and one was more of a stew. 
It's interesting. I'll try any kind of wild meat for the most part. I enjoy uh, sampling stuff like that. Yeah. I fucking wish that I knew someone who hunted moose still because I haven't had moose meat in years and that's my favorite fucking stuff of all. I've had I've had caribou, I've never had moose, and I'm I wanna meet someone that could I'm shocked that's taking that you haven't had moose. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I've yeah. uh Doreen's family all hunted moose, like all her uncles, all her dad's brothers and uh, some of their sons ended up hunting moose, so there'd be times where we just get a knock on the door when I lived with them still, and guys would show up. Some of her cousins would show up with, like, I don't know, 15 freezer bags full of different types of moose meat. One of the best yeah. ever rib, you were just talking about rib fest. We had rib fest in my dad's backyard this one time, and Doreen prepared pork, beef, and moose ribs all in three different ways. And uh, Oh, shit. It was fucking awesome. You're like, you get a plate and you have one of each rib on it. And you're like, I, I can't decipher which is my favorite. I need to go fucking get more. Moose ribs are pretty big, obviously. They're fucking huge animals, right? So, yeah. Um, from moose jerky, moose steaks, moose hamburger, it's fucking good. Making hamburger helper with yeah. uh, moose. <laughs> that, that's how much moose meat I got to have in my younger years. But it's been yeah. a like, time now. Like, I'm kind of pro-hunting in the sense that if you take down a moose, like, you could feed a family for a year Fuck on yeah. that alone. I, and, like, that's one thing I've always kind of wanted to do is, like, I would, I don't, I don't personally know if I can do it. Like, kill something. Yeah. You just said you killed a fucking rabbit. I didn't kill the rabbit. I captured oh, the rabbit. Okay. It di- but you and didn't then- have to kill it? No, someone else did okay. it. Okay. Well, then, what the fuck? You're like tough guy. Oh yeah, I fucking hunted my own rabbit. Hey, I skinned it. I skinned it and butchered it. That Can I not get some yeah. credit? That is it. But like the okay. moment of like looking it in its cute little rabbit eyes and fucking shitting it. I don't know, man. I... <laughs> no. So, so what happened was is like he taught me how to set the trap, and then he just picked them up for me. Nice. So I didn't have like to go get them. That's he good. just because it was like a dude I met in Labrador, and he helped me set the trap, Sweet. caught the rabbits. And then we did what we did. Did there. you wear plaid? Always wear plaid. Okay, just making sure. Well, not right now, but like yeah. I tend to. In that scenario, it's went. a definite plaid moment. Um, yeah, it was. A, it was a cool event. I honestly, I've I've gone back and forth on whether or not I would want to hunt or if I would want to like be the one to pull the trigger. I fucking love moose meat, so I think I could like. I know it wouldn't be going to waste. I would eat the shit out of it. I would love to be able to like give some of that to people as well and share it with other people, have them come to my house and cook a wonderful meal out of that animal for them. So in that scenario, I think I could do it. No problem. You know what I mean? It would be awesome to get the opportunity to do that. Having a, a gun in my hand, looking down the scope at the animal, could I pull the trigger? I wouldn't want to, unless I was ready to. Meaning I'd mm-hmm. want to be able to kill it, like not have a wounded yeah. animal escaping into the forest. I don't, I can't right now say that I'm a good enough shot to ensure that I would put it down. So I, I mm-hmm. maybe I would just tag along on a hunting trip and to be there for it. I don't know if I'd want to be the kill man yet because I'm not a good enough shot, you know? Yeah. Well, I know for sure I'm not a good enough shot. I don't even, I've never shot a gun, let alone try to kill anything. Yeah. But like I, but it was a thing. It's a skill I would like to learn because I have an appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. It's intimidating. And like to fire guns, like I've been shooting a lot now, mm-hmm. and it's 
I'm getting there, you know, but like we set up the Tannerite and you got to hit in, in basically the size of a tin can and then it'll explode. But it's oh, like a little nerve wracking. Like I'll get a little sweaty. My glasses will start fogging up a little bit. I'm like, oh shit. Like it's a lot of fucking power in your hands when you're firing a gun. And it's a serious mm-hmm. fucking matter, in my opinion. Like, it's not something to be taken lightly. It's scary and so fucked up to me that people point them at each other and use them. You know what I mean? I could never imagine pointing it at a human. And, you know, I'm so, I've been trained so safety minded with a gun. It just, yeah. the, the thought, like, and part of me doesn't like shooting guns as well because of how much evil shit happens because of guns, if that makes sense. Like, I don't have the need to shoot a gun or the want, yeah. necessarily. I'll, I'll do it for target practice and stuff like that, but, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be the yeah. guy to kill the moose. Yeah, I, I just... I, I just want... I, I know I would need to get through it once, but it serves the purpose. So, like, I would like to go, like, nothing goes away. So, like... Like I would use everything up as much as I could, and then yeah. like you take it to, you know, you take it to that guy who butchers it up for you, and then like I'm not gonna lie, if I ever took down a moose, I would like to keep the moose head and put it mounted Fuck up yeah. somewhere. Um, but also like, but like when it comes to like the meat, like I would like to keep everything I could and all that stuff. Like I and you could I use think, most like, of it is the crazy part too. Like even yeah. one time I I'm not sure if I told you this, but when me and Kieran were roommates, we were maybe twenty two at this point. We come home from a hard day's work. We were working together at the same place. It was late. We were working night shifts. We got home around three in the morning. We get up, turn on the patio lights as we get get to the house and there's four fucking deer legs lying on our floor in blood on the on our deck. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was one of our other best friends. He took down a deer, so he brought them for Kieran's dog, Shamrock. We, Me and Kieran were like, what the fuck do we do? Do we call someone? Have we been attacked? Like, is this some kind of psychological <laughs> fucking murderer in our neighborhood? Shamrock came outside, looked at me, looked at Kieran, picked up one of the legs, and slowly walked towards the backyard like, this this is for me. And we were like, oh, okay, he knows what to do with them. I guess someone <laughs> left them here for him. We It was yeah. the most fucked up thing. He took them into the backyard one by one we never saw them again no bone no fur no blood i don't like we assumed that he ate what he could buried them and then would dig it up from time to time as it decomposed to eat it eat the rest of it but he was very secretive about what he did with those bones the dog knew he's like this is my job got it yeah so when i was in labrador i stayed with another family and they had just gone gone caribou hunting and they're like, yeah, no, go in the cabin there and just grab yourself a, a helmet to go on the snowmobile. And I went, okay, go in. And, like, there's, like, a whole fucking carcass there. And I'm like, like, did we scare you? I'm like, no, I just it's a little fucked up, but no. Yeah, pretty much. Thanks for the heads <laughs> yeah. up, guys. Apparently, yeah. when you skin a bear, it looks just like a human. So that might be a little bit scarier if you walked in and saw a bear hanging yeah. up skinned. Like, oh, what the fuck? But it's an yeah. interesting, like, you know, we are such a grocery store people nowadays. Mm. We don't see yeah. the hunting process. And it used to be just normal, commonplace. Kids would help their dads butcher. Everybody knew how to like butcher a chicken and butcher a cow and butcher a pig. And a lot of it's forgotten yeah. knowledge now, like among yeah. city folk, especially because we just don't need to do it. We don't see it. It's funny to have like two grown men our age who's like, yeah, you know, I'm 
can you go skin this cow or skin this move moose you're like uh fuck i don't know what the hell i'm doing you know it's it would be fun to have a hunt day to go on a hunt a successful hunting yeah. party come back with a fucking moose and no it'll be it'll be wild um i have like how would you ever do your own chicken coop uh i don't know maybe i don't know if i personally would want to be like i would be involved with it i'd help i don't know if i'd want to be the catalyst of it to be honest okay. like there's a lot to taking care of chickens yeah so my cousin's brother i understand how that sounds my cousin's brother has his own chicken coop and he gives my cousin like like uh like these big like he'll kill the chicken and get, make sure they get to the size so he has like these chickens like these whole chickens that you can get that look like a turkey like a small turkey kind of thing and then also but then he doesn't like so he constantly has chicken going on so he like he keeps most of them but like once they get to a certain size then he'll like kill them and stuff and then uh use the use the meat and all that but then he doesn't pay for eggs he's like you know he has constant state of eggs and all that stuff which is like it's fucking cool to just be able to have your own like chicken coop like it smells fucking terrible in there but yeah you'd have to have the right space to be able to do it honestly like when i was in boston we got we went to this farm to table restaurant and they sourced everything from local farms in the little community that we were in it was so fucking Mm -hmm. good and it like just that kind of thing intrigues me a little bit like we i eat a lot of overprocessed foods and i have my whole life and when you get to like Mm -hmm. take things back a step it's pretty fucking like cool experience and i don't know if that's what Mm kind of sparked the interest in me of growing a garden this year maybe a little bit but just the idea of like making your own food you know I, i watch a lot of some cooking shows where the cooks have a lot of passion for what they do and I love to cook. I love that passion. And when you create something, especially for someone you love, like last night making the the shit that I made for Crystal, I tried to put something special into each element and it resonated. Mm. And then you get to enjoy that meal with your loved one. And it's a a Mm. passion project in certain ways cooking. Like I almost go autistic sometimes when I'm cooking pizza or when I'm cooking a big meal, people are like, man he seems like he's pissed off or i'm just like so hyper focused on what i'm doing trying to make sure that every detail is on point and that every aspect of the dish speaks in its own right to come together to make a a cool palette right yeah no exactly and i think i strive for the same thing to make sure that everything is good um i like the idea of like i would love to have like my own garden because i like the idea of it's just a good skill to have because also like because if you have your own food, like everything's so expensive now. Like the price of lettuce, just lettuce yeah. has gone fucking skyrocketing. Well, lettuce. But if you could just grow right, your own, you can have a lettuce uh-huh. plant. And it just keeps fucking producing for you. Yeah. So if you could just grow your own lettuce, and it's just like it's a nice expense to not have. So if you could grow your fucking side dishes, yeah, and only had to pay for your meat. And then let's just say you had, and you were a hunter, so you spend all this time and you have all this vegetables and stuff. But I don't know what the upkeep time, and I guess being like, there's like, uh, like I don't know what I'm talking about, yeah, obviously. But neither. there's like, <laughs> but there's like, That's there has the to be a way though. to make it. We figure there it has out. to be a way to keep it sufficient for the year. Yeah, 
because that's what they used to do when they fucking got here, right? Sure. When, well, it's like simple well, things, we, right? Like potatoes and onions, you just keep in a cool, dark place. You can grow enough almost for an entire winter. Like Kieran's mom has a huge garden always. They do their entire front yard in potatoes because their grass wasn't growing. They used to have a nice lawn. And then eventually, you know, you're in the same place for years. It gets stripped of all its nutrients. So to get the nutrients back into it, they've done a huge garden in their yard for maybe the past 10 years now. And that yeah. those potatoes... In the fall, they dig out, you know, as many as they're going to need to get them through the winter. And then they have family members come and take the rest. You want a bag of potatoes? You want a bag of this? A bag of that? Like, his mom yeah. has a huge fucking garden. Like, I have a pretty large space for a garden. It's just effort. How much effort do I want to put into it? You know, we haven't done it in certain years. But like I said, I, I've been looking on Marketplace, and I'm like, fuck, maybe it, Maybe I'll do a couple extra things this year. Maybe even if you just supplement one thing, like me doing peppers and to make salsa, like the tomatoes and all that, that's just one. You don't got to buy a jar of salsa for the next year and a half, two years, possibly. Mm -hmm. And that, like you said, it cuts a little bit of the cost off and you know, what's in it. You made it. So yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at in life right now. Thinking about doing some shit like that. If I ever, if I ever had the property, like my cousin Ian, who's here, he's, he's kind of getting started. He's got his little tomato plants. He's got his carrot plants. He's got, he's got all this stuff where he's trying to grow vegetables. You have a balcony, right? Like, well, technically I live in a basement, man. I don't have just wondering if you had like a flower pot space to even do like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I went to my landlord and like, can I put this here? He'll be like, yeah, sure. No problem. Sometimes, but also like, yeah, but also like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm sure something I can read up on or watch a YouTube video on and just be like, Oh, okay. The time will come. It doesn't have to be now with that kind of thing too. Right. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind like, having a few like corn stalks or something like just like if you could grow your own side dishes because well, like, most of what i eat on a normal basis is just meat and vegetables yeah so like whether it's a salad or like a vegetable medley with a potato or something like that like it's always kind of like that i find it so. very interesting here in the city um because people who live in the river valley can grow the most insane things because of the humidity like one of my good friends lives very close to the river valley and he has pear trees plum trees um grapevines all kinds of shit but just stuff like that you would never think of when you think of edmonton and it all produces fruit every year for him because of the different climate he is in being that close to the river like where i'm at there's no fucking way i could grow a pear tree they just don't grow here but certain things like that yeah. grow in his area. It's it's pretty fucking interesting. So it's all about position too. And what you can grow, like you said, corn stalks, you don't grow corn in Alberta in most places, at least in Edmonton, you just don't see it being yeah. successful. It's more of an Eastern on like Eastern thing, which is why in Alberta we have the best beef is because we feed all of our cows wheat. Whereas in other places in the world, they feed all their beef corn because that's what's there. That's what grows in the area. So it's interesting like that, too, the differences when you look at what you can and can't produce in your own area. Yeah, it's yeah, that's another interesting thing. I didn't even think about that. Mm. The fact that 
I may not be able to grow certain things just so just because of where I live. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. I, I read this book when I was a kid about um, farming and gardening. It was kind of a story mixed in with some real knowledge. And it was talking mm-hmm. about how farmers have to rotate their crops every year. So they usually never grow the same thing in the same place twice. Because if you do that, then it just strips it from the nutrients and you kill the dirt, basically. So it's like it was mm-hmm. showed maps of how you rotate a farm if you want it to be like completely sustainable. Like if you don't want to have to buy anything from anyone else, this is how you plant your your yard. It was pretty, pretty fucking cool. Like you just don't think about those kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh shit, if I grow barley here this year, I have to grow corn there next year because if I don't, there won't be enough potassium left in the soil to grow potatoes the next year. So you have to yeah. like plan these things and it's, it's interesting on a small scale. You don't fucking have to worry about it, obviously in the city, but being farmers shit that everybody used to have to be concerned with. And now very few people know about it. Yeah, that's 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 wild, actually. Yeah, I, I just, like that, that's something that would be worth re- reading into. If I could, if I had my own space to do that, I think I would. Yeah. I think it'd be, yeah, just because it'd be so so much more efficient. Like, I, I mean, I buy groceries for one person, so normally it's not that bad. Yeah, but but it is what it is. Yeah, that's for sure. It's funny. Yeah. So what else? No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny, since I've been on my trip to Boston and I'm a world traveler now, I have this, like, bug in me where I'm like, fuck, I just, I feel this need now like I've never felt in my life. It's funny, like, it led me to just talking about traveling in certain ways. Like, there's a lot of destinations that, because Alberta is so nice in the summer, you don't want to leave mm-hmm. Alberta in the summer. Because why the fuck would you wait till winter time and travel, go somewhere nice, break up the winter? But it made me yeah. start thinking about, like, where would I travel to in the summertime? And it led me to, like, mm-hmm. certain places I haven't seen that I would not want to go to in the winter, but I would love to see, like, Yukon, Alaska, mm-hmm. even. It'd be fucking cool to, like, go to a place like that and you want yeah. to go during the summer and it'd be worth going to break up your summer. Yes. I yeah that's cool like I've always wanted to do the territories and I'm told like the territories are just as nice in the summer but like worth checking out in the winter because of like the northern lights and all that fun stuff um yeah but there's some stuff on my bucket list of just like you want to try and see in the summer like ideally I would like to go to Australia or New Zealand during uh our spring because it's their fall kind of thing and then, like, so, like, go where it's not, like, I'm not a big fan, like, yes, like, I like beaches and stuff like that, but I'm not a big fan of, like, the fucking scorching hot. Yeah, 40 and degrees so, is too fucking much. That's the yeah. thing, too, like, I'd love to go to Australia, but it's all about timing and stuff like that. I actually, um, the NHL's going to Australia, did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. The NHL's going to Australia? I messaged Lee um, from Lights, Camera, Rant and was like, Hey, buddy, here's your opportunity to go catch an NHL game without coming to Canada. I think it was the LA Kings and someone else. I just remember, vaguely remember hearing that. I sent him the link to it just to be like, hey, here's your opportunity, buddy. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, it's been fun now, like, having a passport, knowing that I can travel, like, knowing that I love being on an airplane and stuff like that. It's I'm fucking stoked for the opportunity to get to travel. And I've just been slowly, like, allowing myself to create a bit of a travel bucket list 
and it's been fun. Yeah. Like going to Alaska, seeing that shit, maybe having the opportunity to pan for gold, to do all of these kind of things that I fucking love, rock hunting. Holy fuck, could mm-hmm. I find some cool shit up there? It would just be really neat. But I was saying to Crystal, we were talking about Alaska, and then I was like, well, we have our own Alaska. It's Yukon. So whether I'd make it as far immediately to Alaska or whether I'd want to see the Yukon first, I think it would just depend on price, I guess. If one's cheaper than the other, then that's the place that I'd probably want to go first off. I don't have a, a real preference to which one I saw first. Yeah. Nor would I, but I think it's just worth, like, you got to see that. Like, I've experienced so much of Canada that I'm missing pretty much PEI in the territories. Yeah. So, like, I would just like to see how, like, it works up there. Yeah. We, it's worth, it, I'm sure it's worth my whole time. Oh, for sure. I would completely, completely agree. It's fun, though, thinking of these things, dreaming, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point, right? Like, it's the bucket list stuff that we always talk about. And, like, I was talking to Marty the other day about, like, uh, how I always give myself one thing a month to look forward to. And, like, I always try and figure out, like, a thing that's on my bucket list and try, like, what can, what's a simple way to accomplish that? And if I can, and can I? So, like, you know, like, I have different ways of doing things. I have, like, different goals, like, but it's as simple as like I would like to see a hockey game here. All right, well, like, uh, I, like how do I go about doing that? Okay, yeah. I want to go here. Like I just told you, like I'm seeing Burt Kreischer at Red Rocks, but it's not about seeing Burt Kreischer. It's about going to Red Rocks, and I just found a perfect the event to go to, and gave myself no option to say no to it. Like, For sure, I like and that like you're so well and traveled I, like that because you have like aspirations like that. You're like, I want to see a fucking show in this place. So then, like, you, you're, you're just so knowledgeable on that kind of thing. Like, you're my travel guy for sure because you just have – you've experienced well, a lot across Canada and you just know a lot yeah. of the venues. And, like, I love your adventurous spirit when it comes to those things and hearing you talk, like, when you were trying to get Paul to go on the Nashville trip with you. and You're like, fuck, yeah. let's, let's go. I'm ready. Let's fucking book it. Like, I enjoy yeah. hearing – I've never – like, I maybe I haven't said this to you, but I always enjoy that adventure spirit in you hearing of the ideas. And I, yeah. I listen to your ideas, too, because it's inspiring. Like, well, maybe it would be neat to see something like that. Well, I never thought about seeing like a specific person in a specific place just to see that mm-hmm. place and see that person. But the thought of it is yeah. like, fuck, that would be cool. That That's like kind of like my thought process on all of like this stuff is like, what would be cool to fucking do? Yeah. And like, I like, and I get inspired by others. Like my landlord who also works at the, my company, he'll go like, Who's a band I want to go see? Well, Ticketmaster isn't involved with fucking Europe. So concert tickets are cheaper outside of North America. So if you go and you're like, well, I want to see this band again. Well, they're playing in fucking Sweden. Well, let's, let's go. That's cool. Or yeah. they're playing. Yeah. Like there's a whole bunch of... Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff like that that I'd like to accomplish. So, like, the fact that I get to see something I like at Red Rocks is something I'm looking forward to. Now, like, the next big event, like, you know, I always wanted to go to um, Oktoberfest. And I might – I'm in the midst of talking Hillary into that. Germany? Yeah, so it takes place 
at the end of September into October. Yeah. And like we have the last week of September off. So I would like, well, why not? Why not go? Yeah. And like we have a buddy that's already going and he has a table reserved. So we just shot him some cash. We could sit at his table and all that stuff. Like there's some other planning that has to go with it, but like, Fuck this to be like, you know, some people would want to go the whole week. I wouldn't be happy with a couple of days and then just go exploring. Yeah. Personally, I really want to see Amsterdam, you know, for the tulips and the windmills. Only for the tulips and the windmills. Um, It'd be pretty good like, to I, get that opportunity. There's a lot that's very close together in that region. Yeah. So you have an opportunity to be able to do that, right? And I like the idea of taking a train through Europe. Which is, from what I understand, not overly expensive. Are you getting all of this desire from watching the Machine movie? No, no. Um, <laughs> Amsterdam came from, uh, like, uh, well, oh, you get it from other movies or just, like, kind of seeing it. Yeah. But, like... Beer Fest was a great fucking movie. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Yeah. I saw Beer Fest. Yeah. But, like, I get... you. I get my... You also hear stories from other people and, like, you want to experience things for yourself. Like, I, I still want to go to Ireland. I want to go to the Guinness Brewery. I want to, like, that's on my bucket list. Yeah. I want to go, like, I just want to have homemade pasta in Italy. That's it's, on my bucket it's list. It's funny because, like, like I said, I've had a lifetime of not thinking that this was possible for me. And now yeah. that the door is opened, even just a crack, I'm, I'm seeing a world of possibility. Mm-hmm. Like, you just saying, I'd love to eat Italy, or pasta in Italy. Like, oh, I guess that's a fucking option, mm-hmm. hey? Because you can fucking do that, and that's the yeah. thing, and that's where it comes from, mm-hmm. so it'd be fucking delicious. Yeah. Yeah, have, like, like, I would love food. to have, like... Hell yeah. That'd be yeah. sweet. It's like when yeah. you went to Greece, but... I was like, oh my god, the shit you could eat there? Holy crap. The Just the, the, just the feta cheese there alone was yeah. worth the fucking trip. Is like, it better? Was it good? It was delicious. Like, there wasn't a bad meal, man. There yeah. was just... Everything was delicious. And just see, like, doing shit like that. Just seeing, like, painting the pictures of uh, different cultures and the scenery. Like, I, I can't wait for what's to come for my experiences of traveling, you know. And I yeah. I love hearing, like I said, you describe these ideas to me. Because it, then it paints a picture in my head of, like, holy fuck, that's possible. That's not, yeah. nothing's out of reach. Like, I've always wanted to go to Venice, Italy, ever since I saw Indiana Jones 3. Like, but that's what it is, right? You look for, like, you see these places and you want to experience them. Like, I've wanted to go to Austin, Texas for this specific barbecue uh, beef brisket in Austin. And I've always wanted to try it. And that's because of the movie Chef. You get inspired by people who are inspired. And then you want to go and experience that. For sure. I was watching Diners, Dive-Ins, and Drives the other day. Actually, sorry, earlier today. Diners, drive-ins, and dives? Some shit like that. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Yeah. It's with that guy with the stupid yellow hair. Um, you be nice to him. He is a great person. Okay. Either way. Um, he I pays enjoy, more I than minimum wage. shows for sure. He's a little full of himself, but that's a whole other thing. No, no, he's not. He's humble as fuck. He gives all these restaurants a chance to advertise on his TV show, yeah. which they can't afford to do otherwise. But he doesn't pay he's... for the meal that he gets, which is kind of fucked up. No, instead he's he gives like, them no, free pro bono and free because I'm fucking advertising. That's it is the whole thing. But anyway, yeah, I yeah, and know what that does makes them more money. You're welcome. 
Yeah, no, it's free advertising uh, on a global yeah. fucking scale, Sean. No. Stop making him out to be I a bad person. Guy Fiero, I was just fucking around. Guy Fieri, Guy Fietti. Is it Fietti? Yeah, it's Fietti. I know there's R's in his name, but it's pronounced Fietti. Okay. Anyways, I enjoy Guy Fiero. Um, <sighs> he's a very good cook. But anyways, what you're I was so, saying is you're he so was disrespectful. This, he was at this uh, place in Boston, this restaurant, and I was like. Fuck, I wish I'd known that fucking shit when I was there. So it's just these little things you get, like you said, when you see things that inspire you somewhere. I would travel to eat in a specific place. If it was like a famous quintessential place of something that I thought would be delicious, I would 100% travel to do that. Even if, like you said, it's just a weekend trip or, you know, three, four days. I don't need, it doesn't have to be two weeks everywhere I go. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, exactly. I get exactly what you mean. And I, I get that too. Like, there's a reason why I wanted to go to Nashville. Driving, uh, driving, uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives is a big reason why it's I wanted to go. To say, right? sp- you were shitting on me. Well, but say, it's fucking hard to say. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, but no, it's easy to say. Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri. Right? It's fucking easy. Yeah, said. there's there's zero fucking O in that. But all right, Fieri um, would be like F I E T I something Fieri, not fucking mm-hmm. Fiero, like. It looks like Fierio. You don't get to decide on how you pronounce someone else's name. I don't know. The person gets to decide how you pronounce their name, <laughs> this Sean. It's just how it works. This is just how it works. You are not the decider. You are a person who's supposed to listen. You know what, That's why bro? it's not Ted Lasso. It's Ted Lasso. Like because the fucking that. people that wrote the shit decided it's Lasso. Just because you, some illiterate you fuck difficult fuck. a certain thing doesn't mean I have to adhere to that bullshit. It's like yes, it kind of does. It's disrespectful. Otherwise, it's the thing that I said to you about the guy that I saw at work whose locker was S E A N Sean K E A N. So is he Seen Keen or is he Sean Con? Because he can't be Sean Keen. You can't have it both fucking ways. Like that's not how the English language works. You don't just get to decide how to fucking pronounce your name because you wanted to fucking pronounce it differently. Like I hate that. It drives me fucking. It's like saying your name's Karen, but no, it's Karen. You're like, how about fuck you? Corinne's a real name. The other one is Andrea versus Andrea. And you're like, I'm from, you know, France or I'm from England. Like, no, it's fucking Andrea. It's like, just stop with the shit. You don't get to decide how things are pronounced <laughs> unless you are the one choosing what it is called. I have to disagree with you on So this when you get to name something, Sean, I promise you this. When you get to name something. You can name it whatever misfucking pronunciation you want. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to the world. I'll make it sound like it's spelt. Because I'm <laughs> yes, fucking I'm sure. a normal. I'm dude. sure you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're that guy. <laughs> I pronounce everything the way it should be pronounced. I sound it out. No. No. This is just a rule of life. <laughs> okay? Because if you looked at Lee's name, it should be Lege. <laughs> I love it when your French accent comes out like that. Okay, like it's just there's a G in there, it should be pronounced, Lager. but it's Lee. Lee. <laughs> Very on okay with this. I'm enjoying this conversation, okay. <laughs> but his name is Lee, and we don't get to call him Lega, yeah, because that's not his name. It's very tempting, though. I want to tell you that much. Yes, good stuff. All right, it's just it's just a little bit of respect to Sean, it goes, <laughs> it makes the world a little bit of place, okay, sure. Guy Fieri looks like he got electrocuted while drinking Mountain Dew, but that doesn't mean you get to mispronounce his name. I do enjoy his programming. I'll say that. Yes. 
It's very entertaining always. And the shit that, like, being a big man like he is, too, I know he knows food, and you just see some of those sandwiches on that fucking show he eats, you're like, god damn. The guy's grocery games, too, that's pretty fun as well. Yeah. The Food Network's one of those channels you can turn on and pretty much enjoy all day. There's yeah. not too much shit on it. No, I, I guarantee you that there isn't, but... Like, I like guys' grocery games, but I was a big um, cutthroat kitchen guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I did watch that one for a while. I don't remember the exact premise, but Chopped was another one I oh. watched a lot. Yeah, but cutthroat kitchen was fucking brutal because, like, you make bids on... Oh, you yeah, spend you, you spend you You could spend your potential prize money on sabotages for other yeah. people. So, like, Jim over here has to cook in a fucking easy bake oven instead of a real oven yeah. and then has to explain himself on but he can't explain himself he just has to present it he goes like you know it seems like it's a little undercooked did you actually use an oven no bitch i had to use an easy bake oven because fucking craig over there made me yeah but no i don't get to say that because that's not the fucking game i have to do the best with the tools i'm given Oh, and then Shauna over there had to cook her whole entire meal while sitting in a fucking canoe. Yeah. Yeah, you know how complicated that made life? Fucking awful. I had to canoe everywhere on dry land, no less. Yeah, no, that is a good show. I remember watching that. It was frustrating at times, though, too, where you're just like, this is not possible. But no, it made yeah. it entertaining. Chopped yeah. is a bitch, too, well, like as, as far as cooking shows go, because you're like, there's some of the ingredients they throw at you and you have no idea what the fuck it is. Like that's, I, I enjoy seeing like you can learn something from that show in a way because of what they come up with out of nothing. Like I experienced mm-hmm. some of that being like 18, 19 and broke as fuck looking in my kitchen being like, how can I survive tonight? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I have this can of beans and some flour. And I, oh, oh, I can make this. And then you fucking knock it out of the park and you're like, it was edible. I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> it was edible. Yeah. No, it's 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 a it's a hell of a fucking time. I don't want to talk about when? it, but you might want to talk about it. Even watching the stupid fucking hockey shit. Yeah. Yeah. You enjoying it? It's- I mean, I, I yeah, I mean uh, that big win by Florida was huge. So I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping they kind of make a bit of a comeback. Get swept, I was like, what is happening here? But they pulled. It yeah, up. I guess. They yeah. Play, so do they play again today? Uh, let four. me double check that for you. I think that they do. But let me double check because, like, the the finals is like a weird schedule. Yeah, they play today at uh, nine o'clock for me, so that's six o'clock for you. Yeah. Yeah, they play today. Yeah, it's, it's good. So, I'm, I'm, I do appreciate that a new team is going to hoist the cup this year. I'm appreciative of mm-hmm. that, at least, you know. And yeah. I did say to you, I don't know if you recall, I said whoever wins this series is going to win the cup between Edmonton and Vegas. So it, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about whoever wins this series wins the cup. Yeah, that's how the Stanley <laughs> Cup fought fucking work, Sean. Yeah, thanks, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the other night, so friends of my aunt, we're just strictly at the lawnmower races, so they didn't get to eat any of the ribs. So we stopped at Wendy's, and then the, so we we're about to go through the drive-through, and then like so like they, they go to the, like the one friend of my aunt's. Her name's Jen, and so they're like, "So what do you want?" I think I'll have a burger. Fucking duh! What kind? Can we? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no shit. What kind of burger would you like? <laughs> That's funny. I had I've experienced this kind of shit before, and this is like I'm always so patient in fast food. But sometimes fucking people just annoy the shit out of me in fast food. And I have two stories. The first time, this is like 10 years ago, probably at least. But the guy, he's in front. He gets in front of me like last night. I think I held the door open for him and he got in front of me. So I was like, whatever, I'll let the guy go first. He fucking is like, "Uh, so that Big Mac there, how big is that? And the guy's like, what do you mean? Like, it's a Big Mac. The guy's like, I know, but like, can you show me like using your hand roughly the size of the bun? Just so I have an idea. And I'm like, how the fuck does this You should be allowed to kill that person. Oh, I was so annoyed. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So then just yesterday, I'm in line. It's fucking so hot in Alberta right now. So I'm already a little frazzled. I just want my fucking ice cap. So I'm in the lineup. And the guy in front of me has five kids with him and and his father. He's ordering a meal and a soup for each one individually and asking each five to 10 year old individually what type of soup they'd like from the three options and what kind of sandwich they'd like from the 10 options. So that he's going one by one and it's so fucking annoying. And each kid's like, I don't know. And he's like, okay. So then he explains each option to each kid again. And I'm just like, this is fucking ridiculous taking forever. So then he's like, excuse me, these, uh, these round donuts here, um, is it possible? Can I order them individually? And the woman's like, no, it comes in the box. And he's like, sorry, what was that? I don't understand your accent. Super fucking rude to the woman. And I'm just like, yeah. how do you not know what a timid is? You motherfucker. I was getting like, just trying to keep my cool. And then another worker comes up and opens the till, which is directly beside this till. I was like, sir, I can help you. And I was like, thank fucking God. So I walk up, he's standing in front of my till. And he's obnoxiously pointing over me at the Timbits. I was fucking getting, I was, I was so close to fucking punching this guy in the head and knocking him out in front of his kids and his fucking grand or his fucking father and mother. I was just trying to breathe. I'm like, don't do it, Sean. And so I just started speaking over him to the lady. Like, yeah, I'll get a nice guy like yelling over top of him as his arm is fucking in front of me. And he touched me. I swear to God, Tom, I was so fucking, I was like, it's not worth it, Sean. It's not worth it. Just fuck. So I got my ice cap and I fucking bounced. I made it out of there alive. But those situations in life where you're just like, don't be rude to the staff. Be considerate of others. Understand, like, how have you never been in a fast food restaurant before? How have you never fucking ordered something in your life to know that there's two tills here? Just like respect your space. Get it. Like, man. Yeah. No, it's. It's fucking wild the audacity of some people at like places or like like the rudeness. Like I've never like I'm never rude. I always like I always know how hard it is. Yeah. Even when you get like the new workers at a fast food place or a Tim Hortons because you just want to be like, come on, man. I'm the encourager. I'm like, hey, you're doing great. You're gonna get through this. You're doing a good job. Who gives a shit what yeah. I like if people are being rude to you? Don't worry about them. You know, I'll be the guy to do that. But just certain moments like that where you're like, do I right now have to be like a, uh, avenger of human like moving the human race moving forward do i need yeah. to like educate a lesson here upon someone it's like you saying that the hockey game where you had to punch that fucking guy for your buddy where you're like yeah i'm gonna have to stand up for what's right here and do what's right for yeah. the world and me maybe punching that guy in front of his kids would teach his a whole generation of children and himself to show some fucking common decency but i didn't do it cooler heads prevailed even though it was fucking hot as a bastard outside. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I get that stuff. Like, I get that at like Tim Horn. Like the Tim Hortons is the worst, but like, but also like you got to be like, how have you? How have we not done this before? The Big Mac is the most famous fucking hamburger of all time. Exactly. How do you not know how big it You're is? You're in Canada and you don't know what a Timbit is, or they they come yeah. in packs like predestined packs. Can I get one Timbit? What the fuck is your problem? Like what? Who are you? Why? Why is this happening right now? It's not a fucking little round donut thing. It's called a fucking Timbit, bitch. But yeah. Anyways, maybe we just spend too much time at fast food places, and that's on. We us. take it for granted. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's a wild fucking event. It's it's fucking nuts. Um. Yeah, no, I I've only have ever been that angry like at like a Starbucks, like if because there's the Starbucks you have like a gigantic fucking line yeah. where all you have to stare at is the menu, and if you go and you start asking questions, I should be allowed to kill kill you. Yeah, that's fair. I I I know someone. He came up with this term. I'm not going to name names, but sometimes he listens to this. He told me about being golf ready, where you're yeah. like, it's your shot. You're waiting to shoot. You should have your club picked out before you go up to the ball because it's really fucking annoying when you know you're not golf ready i totally understand that i respect that i get that this same person is never menu ready in a restaurant yeah that you gotta be fucking ready like menu i don't mind fast food menu ready you have to be ready restaurant i'm fine with someone like dilly-dallying a little bit with the menu because you're talking to people you're catching up this is the situation they've come we've all placed a drink order We've had the time from the time we got there to the time they came to take our drink order. Then the time when they came to go get our drinks, then have come back again. And like, okay, uh, is everybody, every other person has their menu down the ready order. This last person hasn't even looked at the menu yet. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, that, that bothers me. But but those are, there's a, there are ways to, I'm not naming names, but I'm just saying like, if you care about other people being golf ready, maybe you should be menu ready. Just something that was like self-reflective. There, there, there are some times where you can do that on your own, where you'd be like, where you just make the conversation about the menu. We'd be like, oh, this looks good. What do you think about this? Like, oh, have you even it preserved gets the obvious, menu? Though, if you're eating with this person, all the time, you're like, I don't know. It's just yeah. funny. It's not a big deal. I'm just laughing at life sometimes, and it's like, you know, if you're delaying everybody else from ordering, and like everyone's hungry. But you're just like yeah. in your own world, and it's like a shtick that you put on. It's not that you, because you know, but it's a shtick that you put on. It's just unnecessary a little bit, and I'm yeah. just laughing at the situation, but also at the same time being like, do a little better. Yeah, be better, please. Yeah, just be better. <laughs> yeah. Fucking a. Well, I think that kind of does it for this week, and I'm good if you are. I mean, is yeah, there anything I, else you want to discuss? It. I wouldn't want to talk to me longer either. It's no big deal. No, no. I'm, I missed okay, you. Did you. I have... haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. It was nice. To I did miss you, too. That was literally the first thing I said to you. Yeah, it is. And now it's the last thing I said to you. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Sides of the Story. Have a great week, everyone. Live long and prosper. Sides of the Story. Two Sides of the Story. Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.